Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there and welcome back to Q102's Weekend Buzz with me, Nicola Barden. It is a big weekend, lads and ladies, because the Six Nations is back. You remember that little tournament that was usually at the start of the year? Yeah. Do you remember all that? Do you remember Simon Harris was the health minister and said, I think we're going to have to postpone the next couple of games and everybody was up in arms. Little did we know that it will take until October to get those games back. It's insane. But we are playing today. Ireland are up against Italy in the Aviva. Obviously no crowd, but you can watch it from home on Virgin Media. And commentating on the match is Matt Williams. Matt is on the phone now. And Matt, when we think about it now, a lot of time has passed. We've got two games ahead of us, but... The last game was seven months ago. Yeah, it's extraordinary, isn't it? Um, you know, look, we were all caught seven, <clears throat> seven months ago when it happened. I was uh, I was travelling in uh, 
in Clare and uh, I got a phone call that everything's going to be cancelled so everyone was rushing everywhere and driving and it's sort of the reality of it, of it ending hit everyone and, and here we are seven months later but it's, it's you know it's wonderful that we're, we're getting the chance to see some rugby because I think it reminds us you know sport's fun sport's entertainment sport takes us away from our uh, everyday just for a few moments a week and uh, we get lost in it so it's it's wonderful the championship's back and it's wonderful to see guys in and girls this weekend in green jerseys playing some rugby. So it's uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Because I was trying to think back to the, the last three games and I can remember coming up to the two that we have, there was all this drama when, you know, the health minister decided at the time they were going to postpone this game and everyone's like... When you think about that now, like there was no way obviously it could have gone ahead. We understand that now with the crowds. But at the time, it was huge drama. It was huge drama. I remember it uh, very clearly because uh, it, it, it sort of caught us all out. But uh, the players didn't come, but all the Italian supporters came. So, <laughs> so it was, there was 10,000 Italians wandering through the streets of uh, Dublin bringing the virus from that bad, <laughs> that bad part of Italy where rugby is up north. They were at it. So no one was handling things particularly well at that stage of the game and no one knew what we were in for or what we were up against and it's it's just uh, you know been an extraordinary time. I mean, I, I, the Wallabies played last weekend against uh, New Zealand it was just great to see some rugby again and everyone was delighted and the players played like it. There was a bit of a celebration if you like on the way they played and I think it'll be the same this week. The, the boys, I, I feel really sorry for this generation of athlete because Every every game you don't get to play, you never get to play, and uh, having having the Six Nation Championships taken away from you there is is heartbreaking for this generation. So that the fact that they get to play again and and it's it's going to be in Dublin and at the Aviva and all those things that we love about the game, that's just absolutely sensational. And the excitement about it, of course, is that we have two games. We're not only getting you know one game of Ireland, we're getting two. So we've got two big, massive ones with all to play for to try and just get behind them, albeit from our couches as opposed to, you know, in this in the Aviva or anything like that. Well, it will. I mean, I'm really looking forward. I'm on Virgin Media tomorrow, so I'll be talking to everyone in the country, which is really nice. What a privilege it is to, to do that and to bring the games to everyone. And it'll be an exciting game. be wonderful to watch because there'll be lots of points, lots of movement. But for Ireland, that's a preparation for the week after. I mean, the game in Paris against France next weekend, that's the really, really big game for Ireland. I think that's their biggest game since the World Cup because it's uh, it's just such a uh, an iconic venue in the Stade de France. And the French team have been revitalised under coach Fabien Galtier. And they'll be, uh, they're looking for a championship themselves. So if Ireland get five points against Italy, that's a bonus point. They score four tries and they get a bonus point. And they do the same against France in Paris. And that's really, really hard to do. But if they do, they can win the championship. If France come out and do the same thing against Ireland, if they win and with a bonus point, they'll win the championship. And then you've got England in the background who've also got a good shot of the championship. So it's a, it's a really, really uh, exciting few days. But, but obviously that last weekend in Paris, that's, that's the culmination. That will be uh, high drama right across when the three teams are able to win it. I think the good, nearly the good thing is that we have Italy first. It's kind of like the, it's like the training for the French game. So we're not going straight in to face France who are a force, as, as you mentioned, to be reckoned with. We're going to try our best against Italy. Who, someone who we've, you know, we've, beaten many times but this is the lads haven't played together for months so this is like a training session pre the big game 
Well, I hope it is a training session. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> but, I, I mean, we've got to give the Italians uh, uh, the respect they're due or they will. You, that's when you do fail. If you don't respect other teams, you know, you invite uh, you invite pain into your life because that's when they do beat you. And Italy, Italy are due for a win. They haven't won for a long time. I, I, uh, last time they, they won was in 2013, I think it was, and it was against Ireland. And... Uh, what Italy haven't done in, in recent years is tackle well, and that's been their big problem. They've let in 19 points or more on 25 occasions. You know, that's just an unbelievable number, and, and they can't win if they don't do that. But after such a long break, both teams will be vulnerable. Yeah. And, and Italy will feel that if you're going to have a crack at Ireland, you know, this is the day to do it. And, and we also have to say that the men in green, since they beat New Zealand, at the Aviva in 2018, they haven't had a good two years. It's been they've had a very poor World Cup, and they played well against Wales, but they hasn't been great. The only plus, or not the only plus, but a major plus for Ireland, is they've only lost one game at home in I think it's the last 17. So you know that's a fantastic record. That was against England in 2019. So they've really got a good record at home. So we should be very positive. We should be hopeful, but but not overconfident. But again, what you're saying is right, and you. That, that gets us ready for France because that's that's going to be the, the test away from home against a really positive, young, exciting French side. The French team are playing such wonderful rugby before the pandemic hit. It was just back to the old days of of really wonderful running rugby that the French were playing, and, and it was a it's a real rejuvenation of their national team. So it, next weekend will be exciting, and this weekend will be wonderfully exciting too. It's it's a, an important game. Ireland need to get their confidence back, as you mentioned with the World Cup. It did not go the way that we'd hoped in any way and obviously with the Six Nation being put in pause they kind of need to come back strong show that they're confident show that they're up for the fight um, to prepare even for next year's Six Nations It's it's really strange in sport I can't, I, you know, other things like if it was a scrum or a line out you could say okay that worked because of that or that doesn't work because of that but momentum and self-belief is such a strange beast and after Ireland beat New Zealand at the Aviva in 2018, they had momentum, they had self-belief, they had everything going forward. And I thought they really had a shot at winning the, the last World Cup. And then they played Aviva and were, were badly beaten, and it just seemed to drain away in front of our eyes. And they just... And it's not that they're not trying. This is, you know, this is not something I would ever suggest to a team that puts on a green jersey. I know they're trying their heart out, but they just can't get that same momentum, belief, cohesion and and uh, forward progress that they had before. And that was under Joe Schmidt and, and Andy Farrell struggled to get it back. There was glimpses against Wales. To be fair to Andy, he's only had a few games. So this is this game this week and, and this next month to six weeks, this is really, really important for Ireland going forward. Uh, and they've got a number of games together coming up and then hopefully the Six Nations again next year, pandemic not uh, not interfering again with the one in 2021. So they've got an opportunity, but they do need it. They're, they're confidence and momentum has been uh, has deserted them in some ways. Who do you think we'll be looking at to be driving that confidence on the team to, uh, in the games? Well, there's an old saying again, rugby forwards win games and back score the points. Johnny Sexton and the back line are very good, but we've had no go, no, no, no ability to get across the game line, to go forward, to make the opposition defence move back. We keep getting caught 
by the defence, and England in particular really exposed Ireland in that last game at Twickenham. So the forwards have got to come out and be exactly that, go forward, get us across the game line, move us forward to create space for that pretty talented back line that we've got there with Sexton and Bundiaki, you know, Gary Ringrose, really, really good players. Um, you know, got Henshaw on the bench and some, you know, quality players out there that, that can score points, but the backs can't do it if the forwards don't lay it down. And I expect they will against the Italians. The Italians used to be famous for their tight five. They used to have nothing but uh, this wonderful tight five, and now that's deserted them as well. They don't seem to be have the same forward, forwards up front that they used to. So that That'll be a big one, but if we if we can't go forward against Italy, I can tell you it's going to be really hard against France because France do have a great pack. Yeah, as you say, they need to just drive it there and get the. If they start seeing the points and you know getting the tries, they're going to start thinking we can do this next week. We can, uh, we can travel to Paris because obviously again we're traveling. They're going abroad. They're going to Paris. It's not in their home ground, so it's going to be that extra bit tougher. Oh, it'll be really hard. You know, it, it, going to Paris at the best of times is exciting when you take a team into stab the front. I've had the privilege of doing that. It's wonderful, it's uplifting, but it's also daunting. I actually think it'll be more daunting with an empty stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just such a wonderful place to go on the singing and the and the, they have a band and they have, you know, someone's throwing roosters onto the field. It's just it's just this great, great atmosphere. But it is in it can be Intimidating, but it's also uplifting. But Stade de France with no one in it, wow. I I don't know how I would approach that as a player. But I I think it will definitely favour France by a considerable margin uh, next week. So this week, to get that self-belief, to get a win under the belt, to get back on the horse, I think that's just so, so important. And I'm I'm very, very confident that Ireland can do that. Uh, I'm not in any way... um, how I say concerned it's obviously going to be a contest it's a game of rugby anything can happen but I I really believe Ireland can win and win comfortably this week with a bonus point I think um, it's going to be interesting to listen to because obviously there's no crowds there we're going to be able to hear a lot of what the players are yelling at each other (laughs) and I think it's going to be very interesting with Johnny Sexton because I always consider him to be the silent rock of the team and now we might be able to see another side of Johnny that we don't actually hear with the crowd noise he's he's fooled you Johnny's anything (laughs) but silent He's he's a great leader he He's demanding. He he tells people what to do. He doesn't suffer fools gladly. Uh, he, he can have a grumpy head on him when he, when he wants <laughs> as well. And it, look, the, the big thing that I've noticed uh, about people seeing the game, and, and when you're a coach and you're at training, you, you hear the sounds. You see how heavy the contact is. You know what it's like. But for the, for the people at home, because there's no spectators, to hear that, to hear the collision of the bodies, to hear the communication, and the communication is huge. Like, everyone is talking all the time, and it's not white noise. It's, it's actually saying what you're doing and saying, especially in defence, who you've got, what's your friend, your partner next to you, who he's got, where to stand in attack, who's getting the ball, what you're seeing. The, the chat is enormous. Great teams talk a lot, and there's an old saying in rugby, stop talking, start losing. But that comes across on the on the effect mics and maybe a few words that we shouldn't be saying come across on the effects mics as well when you get a 120 kilo man running at you <laughs> there's a few things there's a few things that happen spontaneously that you don't you don't quite mean to come out but uh, it, it is it, it brings it brings the game into your living room it brings the reality of a contact sport into your into your living room and it's uh, you know it's, it's exciting and and and, bring, and wonderfully um 
refreshing in, in how close you do get to it with the, the lack of noise in the stadium. Yeah, kind of, I suppose, makes you feel like they're playing in your garden and you're the only one kind of watching. You're the, you're the trainer for the game or whatever because you're watching and hearing everything they're saying. Yeah, yeah, and it is uh, a wonder. When you play the game, it is wonderful for its physicality. That's what you love about it. You love the joy of the contact and the wrestle and the and the and the the joy of running with the ball. Uh, and sometimes when there's sixty thousand, not sometimes, every time there's sixty thousand people there, certain things you miss. Certain things you get, you get the excitement, the adrenaline of the group, but you miss some things. But but with no one there, you get it raw. You get it how it is, how, the reality of it, the reality of what the players hear, you're hearing. So and and that's a really new dimension that's that's come into our lounge rooms. The one thing that I suppose is outstanding we've seen with the the men's football um, when they were playing that we're losing players very close to the game day before day of due to you know uh, worries about coronavirus do you know what is happening are they getting tested uh, you know this morning are they getting tested before the game what do they have backups just in case they're very confident in their biosecurity Nikki um and, and it's much easier for the rugby to control that because the players are here in Ireland. They play for Irish clubs where our football team, um, you know, the boys are scattered uh, over, over a lot of the of Europe, you know, some parts of not just the UK but Europe. So they're coming from a very different environments and some of those environments aren't very well biosecured. So the, uh, rugby has learned a lot from rugby and rugby league in Australia that did an amazing job at the height of the pandemic and played right through the pandemic in these biosecure areas. Players have to make massive sacrifices. They they have to live a very different life to the rest of us. They can't go out and have coffees. They can't walk down the street. They literally can't go to supermarkets. They have to stay away from all those areas and lock themselves away. And I've got my hand on a piece of wood here as I'm talking to you, so I'm touching wood. <laughs> and, and, and so far that has been um, very, very good, it, with the exception of one outbreak at Munster. Uh, but the boys do get tested regularly. I can't tell you exactly what days they mm. do get tested, but I know they're tested uh, a few times a week. And uh, so far, as I'm touching this wood here again, <laughs> oh, uh, looks good. Things things are being good. But it, look, I, I think uh, everyone should understand too. The players are making massive sacrifices to do this is very very hard and you know and Australia's the, at the end of the season is just occurring in Australia now and the players are saying how difficult that's been on them emotionally um, like we're in lockdown we're in level 5 they're basically in strict level 5 the whole time yeah that's a long time uh, and it's a long long we've, we're all, we've got 6 weeks in front of us these guys are going to be facing 7, 8, 9 months maybe more and, and uh, the Australian boys found that exceptionally difficult and I, I think by the end of this season our boys will be saying the same thing yeah, well, we're we're hoping that they at least that they're what they've done will give them the win to see the win next week. So we're going for a, a definite win against the Italians and a hard fought win against the French. Well, the win against the Italians will set us up, and then uh, you know what an exciting day it will be next week. There's three games in a row, um, all, all all played one straight after each other, and uh, you know we know there's there's one or three teams that can uh, that can win it. But if Ireland if Ireland win with that bonus point, and I believe they can, that gives them a huge opportunity, a huge window to to jump into there in Paris next week. So it'll be exciting two weeks of rugby. Really oh, excited to have it back, and of course you'll be on Virgin Media, Matt. That if anyone's watching the game at home they'll get to hear your analysis and hear your rantings and afterwards after the game <laughs> been a grumpy old man I'm told my kids tell me I'm too grumpy I've got to lighten up so yeah I'll try and smile more but yeah smile as you're complaining
complaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking, looking forward to talking to everyone tomorrow on Virgin Media. It'll be great fun. Perfect. Listen, thank you so much, Matt, for chatting to us this morning. Pleasure, Nicky. Nice to talk to you. That, of course, was legendary rugby coach Matt Williams, formerly of the Waratahs, Leinster, Ulster, and many, many more, talking about today's game at Ireland v Italy at the Aviva Stadium. You can catch it on Virgin Media. It was due to take place on March 7th, taking place today. Kickoff is at half three. Coverage will be starting a little bit before that, so make sure you tune in because what else will we be doing? Cheering on the boys in green. Going to take a little break now, and when we're coming up, Afterwards, I'm going to go and switching from rugby to YouTube with an Irish YouTube sensation. So stay tuned just after these. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them, the, for good and bad, and so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.